Hi, and welcome to Good Deeds Real Estate with a Mission. I'm Diane Davidson from the Fine Homes Group at Keller Williams. And I'm here today with my teammate, Nicole Quinn. Hi, Hi Nicole. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Good. So today, you know, we're going to talk about a topic that might not be the most pleasant. Yes. Um, um, we were going to discuss um, buyer's remorse. Buyer's remorse, and yeah. And how we can avoid it. And how we can avoid it. Yes. So here we go. So we're starting to see... Um, you know, statistics, numbers, you know, we track them every day. Of course. And we're starting to see more properties come back on the market. Mm -hmm. And we're really digging into kind of the, you know, anecdotal theories behind yes. that um, and trying to prevent it. We were talking about buyer's remorse a little bit before we started rolling, yes. right? Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I'd like to explain first, because you were asking me why why I thought it was we're seeing yeah. more and more of it. And I think buyers are feeling really pushed. Mm -hmm. I think they're feeling stressed, pressured, maybe a little de desperate, in other words, feeling despair because they have not been able to find something or their offer wasn't accepted. Mm -hmm. And so um, they enter into contracts where they really probably aren't committed to the property. And when they have time to think about it, they decide it's not the right thing for them. And I think okay. time is the operative word there. Okay. You know, the showings, many showings are scheduled 15 minutes apart. Now in the olden days, when you actually got to see a house more than once before you bought it, you were often there for an hour and a half the first time. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time of two or three times. Yeah. And so we recently had a buyer client um, say to us, you know, when we had the inspection, now there were things that were turned up in the inspection that were disconcerting to them. And so so they, and at the end of the day, they decided not to buy that particular home. Mm -hmm. But they did say to, to the agent on our team, you know, it was really, it was so fast. We had to make a decision so quickly. So really when we came to do our inspection, that was when we got to take a better look because we had more time. Right. So I think time is a big thing. You know, mm -hmm. at the very least, give we, we ought to be giving buyer clients an opportunity to really take in the home and really think about it before they make the offer. So that applies to our buyer clients. But what do we do when we're on the sell side? Because I feel like listing agents can take some steps to make sure that doesn't happen when they're accepting an offer. So that's really interesting because the buyers, you know, buyers restrict, the restriction on the buyers um, comes from the listing agent, right? They decide how long you can see it, when you can see it, on and on and on. From the point of view of um, protecting our seller clients, we, um, it's, it's out of consideration for the buyers. And then it's what we call a win-win, right? Uh -huh. So for instance, many agents who book showings, um, allow showings every 15 minutes, um, we don't believe that that's the right thing to do. Right. Um, for starters, if you're 10 minutes late, you you either have a five-minute showing or you might decide not to see the property at all. So that's not to the buyer's advantage or the seller's advantage. It's yeah. just not kind and gentle, and we choose to be kind and gentle. So we are going to have, at the, the shortest, would be a half-an-hour appointment. If we can block off longer, if a property warrants longer, it will do longer because buyers need to have the time. Mm -hmm. And it's working in the buyer's best interest which is also working in the seller's best interest right. because we are reducing the, buyer, the incidence of buyer's remorse. We also have open houses. We believe strongly in having open houses. If someone chooses, if a buyer chooses to come to an open house with their agent, without their agent, whatever, if they choose to come to an open house, we usually conduct them for an hour and a half. And sometimes it's jam-packed with people. But what we don't do is we don't schedule showings during that open house. So we don't. if somebody would like to have a private appointment, we never, we block off that hour and a half 
so that they know they are in the property by themselves or with their agent, right? right. By themselves or whoever they want to bring with them. Yes. But it's theirs to see uninterrupted. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we typically do what we call assisted showing, so we're there. So we're kind of there to answer questions, moving along. There's less conjecture on the part of the buyer's agent when representing the seller so that we can kind of keep it, make it an efficient but thorough process. Okay. And we're also kind of getting a read. Yeah. Right. So if somebody who, if we if we sense that there are misgivings and they make an offer anyway, mm -hmm. we're more equipped to counsel our sellers. Right. If they make an offer, yes. By those. So we're really we're just very respectful of people who make appointments that they have enough time to see the house, and that that's not during an open house. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of our methodology. And with respect to buyers, I'm ready to ask that, but I'll answer it anyway. I was just about <laughs> to. Okay. okay. Go ahead. How do we make? How do we decrease the chances that our our buyers are going to have? Buyer's remorse, right? Yes, of course. So by not pushing, mm -hmm. first of all, by setting expectations and saying, listen, unfortunately, in this case, we can only see the property for 15 minutes. Yes. And if you don't feel like that's enough, please don't feel, there will be, the right property will come along for you. Yeah. And maybe this isn't it. And yeah. if it doesn't feel good going in, then it's probably not going to feel good living in, yeah. right? And so, um, you know, we're, we, part of what we say to clients, buyers and sellers is, we're never going to push you if you never hold it against us. We're always going to give you all the information that we can, but the decision at the end of the day is is our client's decision. Mm -hmm. And so not pushing makes a big difference. Um, um, helping people feel that I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a fatalist. I believe what's meant to be will be, mm -hmm. right? And so um, sometimes, it's, sometimes it's hard to hold on to that. Um, but if you do, I do believe people end up getting the home they're meant to get. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, then they list with us a year later. Oh, well. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think as agents, too, you start to understand your clients a little bit. And you know when you walk in whether the house is for them or yeah. not. Sometimes before they even do. Yep. Yeah. We have talked people out of things. Yeah. And we really, in this market, this what, what I will call inventory-tight market, mm -hmm. you know, buyers do feel desperate. Um, we do things, too, to help. We, we knock on doors mm -hmm. looking for property for buyers. Yeah. Here at Keller Williams, we are allowed to tell each other right. about properties coming on the market. So our buyers are able to avail themselves of other resources besides properties that are listed in MLS and therefore populating other websites. Mm -hmm. So they do get more to choose from, and I think there's more hope involved in that. And with hope, there's less desperation, right? They can't. They don't live together. Yep. They don't cohabitate. And so I think um, I think always um, always demonstrating that there is hope and then whatever whatever chance or opportunity that they're looking at is not is not their last chance or opportunity right so it's really a, it's a matter of counseling and comforting you know if i might add something to the whole buyers having remorse i think um sometimes it's not a matter of a buyer not wanting to go forward buying the house that they where their their, their offer was accepted on mm -hmm. it's a matter of not wanting to go forward under the terms they agreed to. Okay. Like a great example would be home inspections. You yes. Know, um, a lot of people waive home inspection. A lot of buyers do. We actually have a form that if a buyer decides to waive a home inspection, buyer client decides to waive a home inspection, we have them sign a form saying that they acknowledge that we advise them to have inspections. Yeah. And I, I'm not a big fan of them being waived because unless someone knows they have piles and piles and piles of cash, so no matter what's wrong with the house. They'll be able to, you know, they got it's just a great pop, it's such a great price that they're, they're going to be able to handle it. And they don't want to have inspections. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't really feel, honestly, like that should be a reason that somebody loses out on a house. So I think sometimes what happens is buyers um, 
are uneasy with what they agreed to do or not do. Right. And that's the other thing we really go through with our buyers and say, are you comfortable with this? I mean, one of the things we do, okay, free tip for anyone who's watching or listening, um, it, we will, uh, for home inspections, we will actually make an appointment with an inspector before we write the offer mm -hmm. for a very quick home inspection so that it's, it's advantageous to, it's uh, attractive to a seller because they know it's gonna happen quickly. Yes. Um, and it's attractive to the buyer because they won't be out of the market that long should something be uncovered that makes them uncomfortable to move forward. Mm -hmm. So the point of that is it's, we always strategize with our buyer clients in, in developing an offer for them on their behalf. And so there are terms that they can live with. Um, and, you know, and, and so they feel better about it the, the morning after, if you will. Yeah, so like finding a balance between being as appealing as possible but also covering them Yep, not compromising their yeah. position. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I think that sort of I think that covers it. But I, we're gonna you know we're starting to see, uh, on a positive note, um, as more comes back on the market, on a positive note for those buyers who are feeling desperate, mm -hmm. there's um kind of just like with Avis, there's hope there's hope in being number two. Yep. Because the the phone's getting picked up, and the, the second buyer in line is getting called yeah. to say you know what. The property is coming back on the market. So, with regard to you know um, buyers agents, they should be thorough, friendly, cooperative with the listing agent, so that if the property is coming back on the market because a buyer had remorse, yeah. their buyer can be the beneficiary. Of that. Right. Absolutely. And I think uh, just staying calm under pressure it sounds like that's our job. Our job is to be the calmest person in the room. Yes. And that's and that's really how we're, we we hope it's contagious. <laughs> <laughs> I say it usually is. I hope so. Is that everything we have to say about that today? I think so. I know I'm going to start with a stop and I'm going to have remorse that I forgot to say something. Well, we can but... always do a follow-up episode <laughs> if that's the case. Thanks <laughs> for being here today. Thank you for answering and those questions. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube or follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Diane Davidson from the Fine Homes Group with Nicole Quinn. Thanks thank so you. much.